0: Hey everybody, got another podcast for you, comes with a bit of a warning, got a couple of sound issues towards the end of it, but it's quite a big one, sat down with Ben Holland earlier, or maybe say midway through 2020, it's a new year, new year, new you. Uh, midway through 2020, we sat down at up, had a really long chat, covered a lot of bases, uh, his career, his ups and downs, the industry, uh, also talk about CBD oil a fair bit too, so there you go, there's a new subject for us all to dive into. Um, yeah, we were perched at a little pub on the water there, one of the surf clubs. The sound was great in the beginning when no one was at the restaurant and then it gets progressively more challenging as it goes on, so apologies about that. We were kind of locked into the chat and also our little lapel mics didn't quite work uh, either afterwards, so the majority, 80% of the audio is great, Uh, 20% of it, see how you go. It's Ben Holland though, so um, enjoy this special episode and I look forward to your positive feedback. Enjoy. The well, I'll start with a cheese to you. you too. Long time.
1: <laughs> Oi. It's your mouth. Not, near, you know. not down there. Not down there. Um,
0: I get in trouble for drinking on the podcast or, or eating, <laughs> but yeah, I think I'll these, make an exception. In these,
1: in these little spots too. I know.
0: I get in trouble too. I know. Every day. Welcome to the podcast, Ben Holland. Wow. Yeah. I'm stoked.
1: You were my first sponsor. You know that? I do remember. Yeah. Kapalua. Yeah, Kapalua. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember when you came down. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, good times. <laughs> good you times. were really, you were really. I do remember one really important bit is that when
0: I had to, um, when I wanted to get the sponsor, it was about my my competition results mattered. Like you had a thing about that. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because not a lot of people, you know, bodybuilding's always been a bit weird like that. Whereas you know, there's been the competitors, and then there's been the free surfers who kind of. Still get a lot of love without doing anything in comps, but you made a big deal about it. What was you know was that is that really always been really important to you that side of
1: bodyboarding? I think it was just the side that I came into. Um, I mean, early days when I was looking at Ben and Mike, and and, and this is like mm. you, know, you just look at the guys that are still Mike's still there. And it's crazy to um, they were they were idols that I looked up to, and I, I sort of thought that was the the way the road I suppose to mm. take and I suppose doing well early um, where I started winning some comps early and I only wanted to keep going in mm. the contests and and then my whole career got based around mm. my my results I suppose mm. um, but I do remember it coming to a point where it didn't matter about the results because it was like you said there's mm. another side of bodybuilding that and it hate. I hated it too because I had to go out in the world too, and you'd be surfing like that shit out there, rolling, mm. um, travelling the world, doing your best. Mm. But then open the magazine, you're not really there because everyone else is just shooting photos, getting sick waves, yeah. and, and, and getting because it was all magazine. Yeah, it was all back then. And, and but yeah, it was. It was definitely. Um, I suppose from early days, contest was was. What we what we always wanted to do, and I achieve mm. I always wanted to get the pipe, and I got the pipe. I was too early; like I was not eighteen. You couldn't get in. Oh, was that a rule back then? Yeah, I didn't know a, that. That was a rule that you had to be eighteen. So you, you qualified but couldn't serve. Couldn't serve. No well way. I couldn't. I didn't qualify. I didn't. I had to wait till I was no eighteen. Wait. Okay. Interesting. And, um, that was one rule that I because I was there early. Yeah. I wanted in, um, but yeah, I suppose it was just that thought that that's what had to be done mm. and i enjoyed it and it's funny these days i do the opposite mm. i don't touch any contests either. No, and i don't know i don't know i got to a point where i just well, that's another another question but yeah it's just not in not in me anymore yeah um but i loved competing in the early days yeah i loved it i loved it talk about
0: those early days then so like when was the first kind of um your first introduction to the competitive landscape, and you were just like, "Oh yeah, fuck yeah, this is this is me." I reckon,
1: I reckon it was Wombrow. Okay. There was a contest at the Ruins. Ross Hawk was, I think Ross won it. It was, it was probably the best Wombie I'd ever really? seen. It was really? unbelievable, and I still don't remember ever getting Wombrow or seeing Wombrow go, as good as that day. Wow. It was a really good day, but. It, um, as a Grom, Stews was there, Ian Stewart, yeah. he was in it, he was like, you know, I was looking up at Stu's and he had his Mike Stewart, um, blue Mike Stewart, you know, Look. hold it all weird. Look out. Look out. <laughs> Stu's you know, the fastest paddle in the world. He's full on. But, that was, I, that in my memory bank um, was a day where I wanted so bad to win that. Yeah. I think, actually, when I think about it, Steve McKenzie, so Steve was for me was the guy that I looked up to to yeah he was he was the best to me mm. at, at that time. Mm. And Steve either got a really good barrel or Ross got a really good barrel that day and, and, and won that or I can't remember. I remember. it was just this one barrel that, that, that um I was down the beach surfing this left and looked at and went, oh just frothing as a Grom and wanted wanted and just yeah. wanted to keep going. Then that was where I think the d- change from when Ian was competing and and mm. winning what, I think he was going to be the better man and I came along and I was the guy okay. I never it knew this a, yeah this is, this is, early, this is early, 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 early. early so Stew's was actually like oh, was mental. ahead of you and like shoes like was, was my mentor uh-huh. for sure Ian Stewart was definitely my mentor he um you know, he, he dated that. my sister for that many years. I did know that. Yeah. <laughs> but he, I think he spent more time with me than my sister. <laughs> so he was he was the most committed bastard on the coast. And and I thank him for that because that he did. He picked me up every single day. If he wasn't sleeping at my house, yeah. he, he'd pick me up. <laughs> so he's like a big bro. In the he was a big bro. Yeah. And, but he was early, you know, charger. And, yeah. and um, we, I suppose, I looked up to him. But then my competitive side of the whole... Yeah. Being able to win the contest that wasn't Stu's because he—he just wasn't him. Yeah. Um, but he was the responsible for that whole scene of getting down to the contest, going down, entering the contest, uh, and then we started travelling in his little white laser, and we'd go down to wherever Cairns or Yeah, you know, Sunny Coast, wherever it was, um, doing the contest. Yeah, right. And that one thing—I mean, look, the memories. Of early days, one thing went from one like next minute I was at Wombra one minute, mm. next minute at Ballina, and next minute i won the national title. Yeah, right. And that was that was a huge part of my life of change. Okay, this is where it all changed. Like Dad wanted me to be an electrician to come out of school and yeah. you know, get a trade and, and do that, and, and I did. I went out, I found a, a loophole to get out of school early and get... What was a, that again?
0: Well... I think I know something about chicken stuffing or... Oh no, no, that was... Ian was the manager
1: stupper. of uh, <laughs> mum and dad's chicken, chicken <laughs> shop. He, he used to have the record of <laughs> chicken stuffing. <laughs> Feed him while he's going. But no, he... um. So, yeah, we went from Ballina on the contest side and then I think the next big move for me was with Redley. Hmm. Redley Fins and, and uh, Sean Gino died in, in the car accident in yeah. Brazil and... and that's when Redley offered and asked if I could come to Brazil, and that was my first big overseas trip. As a right. thing, I was sixteen. Sixteen to Brazil. Sixteen to Brazil. Wow. Um, best best trip ever. <laughs> <a bit> right. <laughs> best place ever. But that yeah, that time that was oh um, uh, yeah, it brings back heaps of memories. But that's where it all like I knew I was on. I was knew like I went from you know Ballina. So you Strand- won the cadet
0: national title then. If no, you were that was, sixteen. Or do you win no, the it opens? opens oh, you won the dive. opens
1: at sixteen. Yeah, wow, that's impressive. That was at that time at, too. Shit. That was. I think Steve was second. Wow, um, that was. It was a big day for me. A, a good friend of mine died that morning, okay. and then um, done that, and then yeah. So the Brazil trip come along. Pretty, I think it was really close after winning the nationals. Yeah, right. And so then I was all, I don't know, just like okay, I'm going to Brazil. Let's do this suddenly and. and Things just yeah, just kept going from there. I just yeah, wanted no. to compete and I suppose when you're talking about competing and wanting to compete, there was definitely a drive in me. It wanted love winning. Mm. Um, but the Brazilian side of things I think maybe enhanced that.
0: Yeah, I'm assuming that would have been a big enhancement.
1: Definitely, because you know you always oh, did lots of schools and lots of kids just ripping and yeah. I remember these going over their first trips and seeing these little bombs just spitting yeah yeah like look at him wow yeah these guys are freaks yeah how am I gonna like we're gonna get some we're gonna do do something here yeah yeah but yeah so the whole um competitive side of going in contests it's always been in me but it's not anymore
0: nah But, but sticking back there in that time do you remember the types of (laughs) <laughs> like what year would that have been if you were sixteen? when the national title. Nineteen ninety four. Nineteen ninety four. Okay, and so, do you remember the the moves that were being done? Do you remember how you won it? Um, it must be a strong memory. I, I'm guessing I, you can maybe get back there.
1: I remember. I think it was Eppo said something like that or Steve. Okay, so like I said uh, it was a very different day for me. Yeah, than, uh, with my uh, friend passing in the morning. Yeah. It was like the waves came my way yeah. all day. It, it was wherever I went, the wave
0: popper.
1: Yeah. And I think it was a steve wave, I can't remember. But you're like, man, how, what's your form? Like, you go yeah. over there, the freaking wave come up. Yeah. When you have those days where everything chills. Yeah. Your waves come your way. Everything from putting your fins on to getting ready for the heat, you just you're in that zone yeah. and nothing's stopping you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was one of those days. Cool. And I don't remember the, the surfing wise. Okay, so I tried to really uh, copy Steve, but I, I love Steve's lines. Yeah. L- lines from getting speed on wave and, and drawing good lines is, yeah. I think, it's all what it's about. Um, that sets you up to do anything you want, and Steve was the best. Mm. And I always, I don't know if was, when I say Steve, he was either in the final mm. or with, I can't remember. It was in? I always wanted to beat him that day, sure. you know, and I did. I ended up beating him, and I was just. It was more, it was like Little, little North Point um, Ballina, I think, yeah. I don't want to say, it was, I think it was about four feet that day, I think it was a good day. It's a good wave. Like a crack wave. Mm. Um, so it was just, you know, it was waiting for your Epo to bust out. I think actually that contest, I might be wrong here, but it was one of the first ones we may have seen Epo do his ARS. I was going to say, so you weren't doing those. On oh, no. ARS. it wasn't, it hadn't Not started. Not even in your repertoire. So yet. I had the twisted air reverse, which That's was, right. I don't know what that was, that was just a, you know, I had a twisted air reverse, but it was just me doing a reverse aerial, and then it got made twisted into a, <laughs> <laughs> it <was> <laughs> but it never went far, did it?
0: Well, I've got to, I've got to research it a bit, like, because someone
1: asked, so her, I remember the poster, the they, that. They, so Simon put poster out, he yeah. rang me and asked me, he said, what's that? And I said, well, just the reverse, area. but it's, it's all, all tweaked. I said, "Yeah, that's just how I do my reverse." I don't yeah. know. Maybe in goes, "Well, it's a twisted reverse," and that was how I that was it was named. Cool, hey. Simon Ramsey. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I remember it was his first poster. It was at North of Oka. Yeah. Um, and we just ran with it. So, that's and it wasn't long after when EPO did the ARS. Yeah. Um, actually, when I, I'm, I'm trying the, the memory of ARS. It could have been in Japan with the first time we've seen it. Yeah. I can't remember exactly it was in Japan or it was that contest but yeah. it was that's, the, that's the time when it, was, it wasn't it was out.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but good lines, Yeah. roll, you know, all your rolls in there. My favourite is, you know, the forward air and reverse air. It was yeah. something that I always loved, always mm. think it's one of the harder manoeuvres to... And
0: you always got a lot of speed out, like on the face and a lot of guys have noticed this over years, is that you always seem to manage to keep a lot of speed out of your maneuvers. Where a lot of guys do these spins, like like a forward out of the pocket or something, and they seem to slow down when they kind of get that friction again with the wave, but you always seem to be able to get more speed off the end of the maneuver. Was that something conscious, or was that just how you developed it and yeah, went with I, it?
1: I think going back to the whole getting good lines, and it's reading every chop and every bump on the yeah. wave. It's your weight differences of changing your weight when you need to. It's yeah. And you can see those people that. I tell you a story, and this is a random one. This is what I just remember this was yeah. Was yeah go for that, it. Podcast loves this um, stuff. Go for it. In Brazil, uh, Recife. Okay, top of Brazil. Yep. Yeah. Wild place. Hmm. unreal. Um, but real, but the waves were shit. It was this onshore, but it was breaking way out. And it was like it was just this wind cap crap that came through and just kept breaking, but it broke it for ages. Yeah. And uh, there's my phone. Ah, it's only mum, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've caught this wave, but it's one, I just happened to just skim along it. Nothing breaking. Yeah. But it went for freaking ages and there was nothing there. And, yeah. I, and even I impressed myself yeah. how far I went. Yeah, All the yeah, way. Yeah. It, was, it just managed to stay with this wave. I did a few spins on the flat and and one of the pro surfers in um, Brazil when I came because it was World Games. It was, oh, okay. We went over there to the World Games and uh, he came up and he said, man, how the fuck did you do that? Yeah. And he wasn't talking about it, anything manoeuvres. He was just like talking. Staying up. on it. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I'll... I'll put it down to us experience, but that's the weight, positioning your weight and moving with what's there in front of you. Yeah. You know, every little curve and every yeah, job. You know the, the yeah, drill. Yeah, yeah. Is it's it is a bit of an art, I yeah, suppose. Yeah and totally. Hard to I'm, explain to us. Hard too. to explain. It's mm. very hard. It's even when you're on a boat or a jet ski yeah, exactly. it's the same thing. It's, it's yeah and yeah, it's that judgment of of uh, perception of what's about to happen. Yeah. Maybe I was pretty good at it. Yeah I, right. I don't know. I did get commented on it a few times. Yeah. Um, a couple of times. I don't know. Maybe it's my board. Yeah. Well, maybe. Uh, it, but,
0: but you know, I think was, there's definitely a, there was always a speed to your surfing. You know, there was faster. It seemed a lot faster than others when when you look back on the video, the archives. It shows that you were moving pretty quick. Yeah, out yeah. of out of a lot of moves. Because
1: I loosely look at
0: Steve. Same Him too well his name is Bullet right Bullet
1: right <laughs> so he's, exactly and you know, that's how I, I suppose I, maybe I gathered some something out of the but it's I mean then then you've got like Epo yeah was another different side of sp- yeah. sp- speed factor hitting rips yeah. at the speed he did and yeah. no wonder why he flew but yeah. I don't know it's everyone's got their little pockets of, yeah. of how they control each little area of the wave yeah and yeah I, I can't put it down to um, let's Look at the waves that I look at. Where I used to grow up and, and, and surfed, I suppose, yeah. early days, and they were pretty good. Yeah, it was like you the, wave the one, the one thing was I always just say um, is, "You're a product of your own environment." Yeah, same with the, the WA boys, and they like they charge. You know, some of the waves that the the boys go, just yeah. I just look at them and go, "Fuck!" Yeah,
0: it's
1: crazy. But for me, surfing the Central Coast is one of the, the ultimate. Mm. The waves are sure. insane. And I grew up right in front of them. And for sure. Maybe the the little, yeah, you because know, they're real leggy. Yeah. There's lots of leggy little spots where you've got to use your, yeah. your weight a lot. Maybe that was part of it. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: I think it's a really cool, like this whole product of your environment. Because I remember the Central Coast being this kind of first place <laughs> on the coast for me. That was where the action began. Remember those for days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was, that you know, great. like going to a to a premiere of fight him at Ian's place. You were just pulling it out of my head right know, now, man. Because that was the journey for me, like a lot, because that's when I started
1: to stay when there. You, and all you guys used to rock yeah. up at Stoos' house at Wombie there. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the zebra crossing. Yeah, exactly. I remember, well, I say the zebra crossing, I remember kegs in a chicken suit going <laughs> yeah, <across>. exactly.
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a classic time, and I, I, I think it was... Um, but it was really that, that location on the coast where things really started to, to... to to. It was a proving ground as well, and I think that was... I mean, as far as my experience goes, that was Ian Stewart creating that proving ground in many ways because he was so freaking gnarly to deal with when he was filming you in the water. <laughs> and and Tim Jones is very similar too. It's like they're cut from a similar cloth in some ways because they'll yell and abuse the shit out of you as you're trying to do something, and you're like, "Hang on, like just let me get into it. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. You don't have to go." Yeah. But yeah. that, is that the experience that you had when Stu's got on uh-huh. the other side of the? Of the lens, oh, that happened every, at one point, right? Every like, part, yeah,
1: definitely. And he was a, like, yeah, I could tell you some stories of just, yeah, he was always bagging the shit out of me. Yeah, always. Yeah, you know, you're a fucking skirt, guy. Yeah, yeah skirt. exactly. What exactly. are you doing, you poof? <laughs> yeah, like, it's, there's some words I can't say, <laughs> oh, no, I and there's some words you wouldn't know on, but understand because he created his own words, and that's like he, the you know, fat person and we used to call Souza. <laughs> You know, and Sousa was a word anyone could use, you yeah. know, and not and against it, I'm sorry, but it's, it's just, when they're really, really, really crazily big, <laughs> this is not to any big overweighted people, but yeah. this is to the Giants, yeah. he'd be able to pull it off. Yeah. And he'd, but he'd create words in surf, like, uh, um, this one was, um, Sousa was actually great in, in the surf, because okay. it's big sets. Okay. Sousa's coming! And Sousa would be like... You know, hundred miles an hour because he was always a hundred miles an hour. So and energetic, he, he, and like you said, outside the water, um, that's why he is what he is. But he, yeah, he, he was a pusher. He pushed mm. all of us. Mm. He pushed every one of us. And and to the groms that come along like you, yeah, and yeah. then ones after you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the early Tadey days. Remember yeah, when someone got cut up? He just, yeah. he'd be stoked to get the lime out and just no, go, no, "Come no, here!" No, no. And just you know, he enjoyed it too. much. He enjoyed it, but he he also pushed out in the water heavily. And yeah, I suppose. Um, that whole what, what was the question again? <laughs> we were just
0: about that proving ground location and Stu's as this yeah, kind of yeah. guy so, that was bringing the best out.
1: That's right. So that you said like the Wombie House, like yeah, just from us growing up, and there's of course the local boys and and a few of them came in and yeah. Keegs was Keegs was definitely Keegs the first Keegs one to really make that mark. In, yeah. yeah, make a made a huge mark even on me like. It was this little, just charger. It yeah, was coming that your first indie shot when yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, no, rocking up at Stu's house, that house you're talking yeah. about, and opening, seeing the cover.
0: That's still probably one of the better covers oh, that's ever been printed. Yeah, it was awesome. I think.
1: It was awesome. But yes, yeah, so Stu's was he, he didn't give a fuck. Nah. In in life of, of he did it his way, and mm. his his way is that's it, mate. Intense. That's intense and it was great in the surf. Yeah. Um, it was awesome. <laughs> I mean, I do remember a few times where I got burnt by Stew's.
0: <laughs> I remember, like, the harshest criticism I ever got from him was um, after the. So we, everyone the knows comp. that we're talking about. Yeah, a- they Ian know. Stewart, Ian Stewart with the uh, I- images. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna he's gonna be definitely on the podcast yeah. when I can find him. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I just remember when the Tahiti comp was on, and it was the one that Kingy won on his on his first world title year, and um, and yeah. I remember I had a good second round. It was that? Shark Island format thing again, which sucked. But yeah, we're doing that whole surf off thing, and in the last like we got to round three, and I that surfed the one, it. That was
1: when Kelly got that sick one. That-
0: Kelly Hunt yeah, got maybe. a good one. I think that was in that one. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think it was, might have been the one before, but he got it. He did get a good one really one year like as well.
1: Early, early days. Early in the rounds. Yeah, Ranging. but um,
0: but yeah, but he um, he said to me, he goes, Josh, yesterday you surfed Chopu like a man. <laughs> today you surfed it like a fucking bitch <laughs> and I was like thanks, thanks. <laughs> you know, like thanks mate and I was like I think I was 17 so I was like it was pretty hardcore at the time but it was it was like the best compliment ever from a guy that's documented that place with you in the very early days of course and seen so much action there and then just to, just to wrap up the sentence with, you're sort of like a bitch today. Oh, I'll tell you this story, and I, I don't
1: mind this one because it's it, it, okay, downgrading it. on me. No, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, something that most people probably would hide, but it was a, it was one of those times in your life where you go fuck yeah. Uh, chopes. yep. Um, early days, Chopes. Jews me and Mike. Oh, okay. Uh, no, That's really early then. No, this was early yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Early days. Stu's is still on his velvet, uh, um, on his, on his um, film cameras film, film and stuff. Film cameras okay. The insane day. Yeah. But we just we were looking at it. How? I think it was the day. We me and Stu just couldn't find a way out. We wanted a boat, but he said no. We're going to have to sh- we're going to have to paddle, paddle, and Mike rocks up. And you know, no one's in the water. This is just jokes. No one, it's pumping. Yeah. I've had, um, I had got a couple and Mike's jumped in and like we're both pretty deep. This one set comes and it was bombing. And I'm paddling to this to go, you know, away from it, but out thinking Mike's going. Because Mike's, we're both like, yeah. It was just feathering and I'm like, fuck, go, go. We're both there and. I'm looking at him and he's down. No, at him, he's fair back. I'm like, and then he's just gone, go. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I look and I look down. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I pull back. And Stu, I see Stu's down there, and he's. I can see I was gonna get absolutely engrossed here. <laughs> so I put, I come back, and the first thing I have heard is like, Mike, go, fuck, fucking end of the busker. <laughs> I thought you were going
0: to. Are there two of you out there? Two. Just me and Mike. <laughs> and
1: I'm like, I thought you were going. Mm-hmm. He's like, fuck, I told you to go. I'm like, fuck. And then I heard shoes go, you fucking skirt. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm going to cop this for the rest of my life. <laughs> And it was the worst day of my life, because it was like, I've just had my mentor, like my, my mentor, my idol <laughs> fucking just tell me they're an absolute smoker. And yeah, and the photos came the next day and I was like... "She shot away just two shots, because back then Velv, well, oh, you've got to save it, but yeah. he just took two, just to remind us, just, just to, show just to rub it in, and he rubbed it in for about eight years. <laughs>
0: Well bless him, Ian Stewart.
1: Bless him. (laughs) Well without moving on from him
0: yet, because you like with the competition life, you know, that focus on competition, which really I mean, so just to recap that, you went in kind of one of your first contests at Wombrel that really made a difference when you were sixteen, you're saying. And then the end of that year, you're the national champion of the opens. Yeah. That's like and was that how did you go in that Wombrel comp? Were you in the Opens division? No, as well? no, no, I was
1: in Cadets. You were in, cadets. in cadets? You
0: didn't win it or nah, anything? I can't remember. Okay. You would remember I if you right, it. I, I you did all right. I think. You would have done all right. right. Okay. I know,
1: I just have a vivid memory of that one. Actually, no, I, no, no. I think Ian did pretty good on that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. I didn't do that good. And I think either Ross or Steve won. But then by the end of that year, you win the national championship, you're saying? That was either, either the end of that year or the end of the next year. Okay. I, I can't remember. So it's if, not
0: much of a span. I know. What was, I'm getting at is yeah, it, it was, was a rapid
1: real, moment. Yeah. Look, we had a few club comps. Yeah. Um, there was a few, uh, Worilla. Okay. And yeah, yeah, yeah. all, all those club comps that we used to go down to. Um, and Sunny Coast, I remember. But yeah, it was in that time, it wasn't long after where, bang, I was at, are doing the nationals and Yeah And I won the Australian and then you won it, Australian At national 16 champion, 16 And then Then I end up in Brazil Yeah And then the rest is history So yeah so, and I ended up on two Early days 18 Like I said It was yeah. 18 The pipe Yeah that was the year that Epo won Yeah uh, I got You did alright
0: in that one Yeah I you? did alright in that you did a good air forward at Backdoor, I think if I remember the old I think it was seventh. Footage. Yeah. Seventh
1: on that one. So I think. you're
0: 18 for your seventh five. Yeah. Okay, so everything's on a side so, there. Yeah, though.
1: okay, so going back to that one, that yeah. was a, a real mem because I didn't have a board. Yeah. I asked, I, I was back then with Moray. Exactly, had to, you had, yeah, to had, I had to have Moray. And Ross said, look, you mm-hmm. use mine. And it was a cracker board. Um, right. I think Mez just made it for Ross. At that time. I made it look like a moray. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Did that happen a lot?
1: That happened a lot. Okay, cool. Yeah, the, there was a little back shed out the back. <laughs> yeah, we used to okay. get the permanent markers out Don't you worry. All right. Well, okay. you know, unfortunately, uh, I'll go, no, I won't go there right now. But, um, yeah, so he gave me this yellow 7X. Yeah. Mac X, was it 7 Yeah. And it was a cracker board. Yeah. And, yeah, that was one of my best days of my life. I, I think my, really? one of my best day of my life. Yeah, I was. I knew that was when I cemented. I, I knew I'd done something that I was always wanted. But that, even though I didn't, I just to get Ross's board, mm. a guy that I really looked up to and mm. thought he was an absolute legend, and then do well at five, and then have we had a quite a characters, uh, a lot of characters around at that time yeah. when we were saying why. Yeah, uh, a lot of old. Surfers that most grommets wouldn't know now, but they were they were pretty heavy guys. Mar- talking, Marvin Foster, yeah. Perry
0: Dane, you've yeah. Got Perry Dane,
1: yeah. um Johnny Boy. Yeah. Uh, even though I didn't know, I knew Johnny Boy, but he he's crew and uh, the Sunset Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were one. They were who Chris Wan put us up. Used to when we first went there, he said, "I got some lads that I, you guys are going to like." or yeah. different than that but we ended up staying with these boys and they were they ended up being some really heavy blokes but they were the best blokes to be on the north shore oh for sure oh fuck, it was awesome that's why i surfed a lot of time away from pipe
0: yeah
1: um my whole early north shore days a lot of people asking where the fuck are you yeah i didn't chase it yeah i didn't, I didn't want to chase i was happy to surf Rockies yeah. sunset you know some of the other waves that I was with the surfers with yeah. and I did I had a lot of days at Rocky Point yeah. um, with just surfers and, and maybe two lead riders yeah. I, mean, I was there a lot with them yeah. um, and there that day when I was because uh, I, I was on a bit of a hangover right? oh really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for one of your best results ever yeah no, <laughs> um, so my mate I took over that time in Hawaii that I woke up in the back of a Corvette yeah. Um we were waiting for the contest for a long time. It was like a two week wait. And I ended up going to Honolulu the night before. Definitely not allowed in anywhere, tried my best. Yeah. Got thrown out at a couple of places. And I had to I'm not gonna mention some names, but yeah, some really heavy big pro surfers um that, that night that yeah. we, we we went out with. And yeah, fuck I ended up in the fucking back of the Corvette spewing us and someone Daddy, the Connors is on. I'm like, fuck off. Uh, really? Because it was a really? pretty
0: small way. It wasn't like big pirates, no, really, was it? And
1: I'm like, no way. Anyway, they all grabbed me. And mate, I had this this little tape. I remember how Ollie Reeves come up and yeah, goes, man, is that your fan crew? <laughs> <laughs> <That's it. Yeah. laughs> just fuck me. <man." laughs> <laughs> the boys. Was, yeah, it was and it was just one of those days where we were just it was just Hawaii days Super stoked To have yeah. the boys there And they would cheer and, and yeah They were the surfers
0: So these are some Of the heaviest surfers On the North Shore Really Like I mean
1: Well At uh, the time Freddie, Freddie Malone Who we used to stay with um, And uh, Christian Christian was a, a Californian he, was, he, used to, he used to hang out at Top Sunset Yeah And um, yeah You know Some heavy crew Used to come across uh, To that house And we just got to know them Yeah cool It was just some um, of the boys and, and when they started Cheer and um, you know they were the Benningworth squad. Of we used to all go down to rockers yeah. and go down to pipe. And the pipe was on. And that day it was it was a, it was a bit of a funny day because you know, they knew it the night I had before. Yeah. And then I went and had a cracker. And you kept on life. getting through heats, obviously. because yeah. it was a lot of heats. <laughs> oh, to surf, I was wasn't it? I was pumped. Yeah. I was, it was a it was a good day. Yeah. Good day. But not ex- was like, like the one I spoke to you about yeah. the other day in WA when uh, when me and Eppo went. You know, waiting. It was one of those long windows. We waited and waited, yeah, and, waited yeah. and waited and waited and you know. we like. Yeah, we ended up, at...
0: up finishing that cold with
1: gas. Yeah, I gas ball. me and Eppo go and do a bloody wine tour the night before. Yeah, awesome.
0: <laughs> um, With that kind of getting back to the, because I want to touch on the, the effect of the Oceanic Images moment with fight of these films because that was when, like you, you went from being more the competitive guy. And then you suddenly had this outlet, like a pretty big platform for your surfing, like in a free surfing sense. Like, did that make a difference? Like, was that a pretty critical difference in terms of your career? Or do you think you could have still banked off the competition without that kind of platform with Ian making the films and stuff like
1: that? I think it was only fortunate that Stu's, you know, his films did well. Yeah. But in that whole time, I was still not around enough yeah. for Stu's to capture what he wanted. Uh-huh. We'd get our days, we'd get our random days, yeah. and we'd get some footage, but compared to what he'd already got... Yeah. With guys nev- like Keegs and it Garth. It never weighed and... up too well. Right, okay. Because I was a waste. So yeah. Much. And so, yeah, that was definitely a helping hand yeah. to have... But it wasn't, the, it wasn't like the... the the road I was on right then, yeah. you know I mean? In saying that I was home because he was there and he was my best mate and he was so close to me and we did what he did and, yeah. and we loved doing that, but I was never home. Yeah. I, mean, I was I was out in the country six, seven months a year for, yeah. I don't know, 15 years or something. That's it was, crazy. It was, it was, I used to live in Brazil and live in, and we'd go Hawaii for three months and you'd never find, you are never home. Nah. And so yeah, there was that whole tying up, I mean, Going to um, how it was with sponsors yeah. and how we had to survive. And I believed it was a result. Yeah. Because I I had the result. Yeah. So I fed off that. I, yeah. I used it and I didn't want to lose the results. I had to keep going back onto yeah, it yeah, yeah. to keep the result, to keep sponsors happy. But yeah. in the turn, in it, in it. I remember O'Neill one day rang up and said, Ben, it's just not like you're never here and they're not. Really push, pushing anything in the magazines that you're doing well, yeah, because you're not really getting the photos. So why don't you just come back here and no go on tour? Yeah, so, that's what I'm. I'm second in the world, man. I'm. I'm not really going to just quit. Yeah, just forget some. Yeah, it was a hard decision, and it was was it was tied like because early days, mean, in in. Um, you know, rest in peace, mate. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, John Holmes. John Holmes.
1: Yeah. Um, he, it was about contest for him. He used to use that a lot in his, in his uh-huh. marketing. And in, in early days, bodyboarding was big in Japan. Japan was a huge powerhouse. Yeah. And that's where the results mattered. Yeah. If you were number one... They cared. They cared. And they bought you board. They bought your board. Yeah. you board. You, you were doing every everything and anything, and they pay you for doing yeah. It, yeah. to walk on the street. Yeah. But it, it was... Yeah, so that whole having uh, John's, I suppose, pushing to be out there on the tour, to yeah. use the results, um, and then having countries, because it was a bit different back then, it was, I mean, we did so many shop promotions and, and uh, so many different other countries that these days it doesn't seem like it just doesn't happen, well, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm a bit out of the loop these days, but yeah, yeah. so th- that's where, I suppose, uh, the competitive... Competitive side mm. of having to stay in that led me down that road,
0: and that was reinforced, yeah. So, you were reinforced by that major sponsor, kind of
1: saying, This is what I this is what we actually and, But want. then I had a, another sponsor saying, Yeah, but we had yeah, you know, we had huge blow ups with O'Neill. I, I had nothing good to say about them, yeah, um, back in the day and still today because, yeah. you know, you look at what they've they've done and do, they've never done anything for bodybuilding, nah, um, but with
0: um, but with that, um because obviously spending all this time in Brazil because a lot of people maybe point to that rivalry between you and there was a Tamaga and you had a good back and forth over a number of years on the tour right like that can we was get another beer a, yeah you want to get get another beer one more beer yeah before we get into this unplug I've just got to go talk to the toilet too you go to the toilet I'm going to just keep it rolling i edit it out you want one yeah sure I'll get a VB thanks Matt it's all happening Um. Yeah, let me uh, mark this.
1: training it When you go on that, don't make What are you on now, the bourbon? I'm the Turks. I'm the Turks. (laughs) (laughs) That's Adam
0: Keegan's favourite poison, isn't it? Backing up for this. Let's get back on there. There
1: it is. Hang on, definitely a lot of turkey in his time. He has, hasn't he? I think every time I see him, he's got turkey in <laughs> All right, let's remember that. Well,
0: I, I think the question I was gonna ask, thanks for that, by the way. Nice little drink, cheers to that again. Yeah. Um, like sponsorship, that world of professional bodyboarding in that moment, I mean, to, to live, like that was your sole job for, for years and years and years. You were a real professional bodyboarder. Like how high was the heights of that? Because a lot of people today want to. Oh I do I. It happens to <laughs> stuff But you know, like how high? Like what kind of profession are we talking? You don't have to be too specific about financials, but how serious was it as a profession for you at the time? Like what were you able to achieve through it to give people some perspective?
1: Uh, look, it became very serious for me because I had to prove to my old man. Ah. Um. So my old man was a businessman didn't believe in didn't think I was being surfer. Ah um so yeah you know, when I left, when I left school and he tried to steer me down the road of you know getting a trade at least or doing yeah. something and that was just you know it's all about making money. Yeah. Um yeah. early days sponsorship was all you know product of course yeah. and then and I mean I'm if you want to take it right back yeah to the first days of sponsorship. Okay, Jason Campbell, good made a best, one of the best mates, one of the best drop needs at the time, uh, from North of um, was, he's, he's the, my my best mate who got sponsored first. Uh-huh. And he was, it was down the line that sponsored him, oh, Benny, actually. remember Benny from down the line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I was just like, sort of, oh, spot- you can get stuff for free? Yeah. <laughs> um, so there was leggies and, you know, yeah. a couple of downline stickers in the yeah. early days. So. That was like my mission, like, I'm, like, I'm getting next sponsor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And next sponsor was um, Australian Surfer Headquarters. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if you remember Australian No, Surfer. I don't remember that. So, a little shop franchise, and I think he did three. Australian Surfer Headquarters was one of the first surf shops in Terrible. Uh-huh. run by surfers. All right. Funny. Uh, they hated it. They hated sponsored body work. But, yeah, so I was very much wanting to ha- have more sponsors. Yeah, early. Um, and chased it. Yeah. Tried it, and my dad come on board. But when it goes leap forward to when I'm getting a bit older, I've got to start looking at you know what am I going to do England. with my life? Yeah. Um, and that's when you know ending school, and if it wasn't for the sponsors at the time that were only product at the time, when I won the nationals, going back to that, yeah. that's when it all just changed. Yeah. You know, okay. Well, I was lucky enough to have EPO. And Dave Appleby, next to me. On the team. Yes. Yeah. So that, I was, I was this little grong, you know, Epo, just, I was there when he won his world title. I kind of knew what he was getting.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, or what they were going for. And so, and he was tell me a lot, because he's like, if I'm getting this, you've got to get this. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. And
1: it was working, we got to fuck this, not fuck no, it, yeah, but you yeah. know, we got to get it. we got to work together to make sure gotta, we all do that's it. That's right, work yeah. together, and we did back then, and that's yeah. something that if you want to go back to. Further and later, a lot of guys didn't work together because they all just wanted to just do their own fucking thing. Yeah, if they all work to each other and realize what each one is getting paid, yeah, it works way better to get the next payment for the next guy.
0: Please repeat that again because that's yeah. one of the most important <laughs> quotes I, I think I, of this I, whole thing. So it, you're saying that back in the day. Guys like Epo and Applebee, like all of that generation would actually communicate to each other about like, what they were getting from sponsors well, to ensure that no one was undercutting each other when it came definitely to Definitely in-house, because yeah. we were lucky
1: enough. Dave supported Epo a lot Yeah. in the side of going, man, you can't ask for that. you got to ask for this. Yeah, right. And then when I come along, same thing. Ben, yeah. Epo's getting this. You've got to ask for this. Yeah. And so we knew... We had some leverage, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where God, I, that's good. I was fortunate enough to go in, not hard, go in at the level that I believed that I was going to be able to get. Because you learned from I, your other yeah, two what colleagues was, what they were getting, so you knew where you fit. talk, and that's where yeah. I uh, jumped forward early days King, uh, early days Hardy. See, Billabong fucked. You know, I don't, I used to say to them, man, look at what they're spending on you. Yeah. And look at what you're getting. Yeah. I'm sorry, but it doesn't add up. It doesn't work. Yeah. I used to travel around the world and see everyone's on billboards and, you know, that was some of the fights that started with sponsors because you go going across through a country and you know you're not getting paid from that country and they yeah. don't even pick you up and get, give you a coffee or Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But they're using you in ad. When yeah, you, exactly. they go to a magazine, they're using you. And that's bullshit. Yeah. I used to fucking hate that shit yeah because
0: um, because what yeah, you're saying is just for the listener who may not understand billabong in japan versus billabong in australia they're separate they're almost separate companies yeah. back then they certainly yeah. were so they were leveraging your brand in japan without paying you a cent definitely. not even buying you a cop long well, as, De- a, as an example yeah.
1: right. mate o'neill um greg day uh, o'neill australia yeah. best bloke ever awesome yeah. Best, great sponsorship. yeah. They supported me here in Australia. Yeah. And he used to hate it because when I I'd go over to other countries like they wouldn't look after me, they wouldn't nah. do anything. But that's the bad thing about where you've got a pool, they call it a pool, yeah. Where each country it's like, you know, if Kelly was yeah on you know, just a different level but everyone pitches in.
0: Yeah.
1: Bodyboard has never got that pitch in from all nah. the other countries where they should have.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and that's what I used to get really I used to hate that on, on uh Big brand, brain, not mentioning brands, but yeah, big brands that used to do it a lot. And, yeah. And bodyboarders did miss out, so that, I suppose that's why the the movement away from the the surfing brands always same thing that happened with skiing and snowboarding. Yeah. Um, you know, early days skiing was sponsored sponsoring early day boat, uh, um, snowboarders, but yeah. they moved away from they created their own sport. Yeah. Unfortunately. It didn't really take off with bodyboarding no. to have their own brand so big like, like surfers. Mm. That's fair enough. But what I did hate is, is that whole monopoly of, of people not getting what they deserved yeah. when they were company was spending X on them and only giving them Y. My, with the early days of us... Uh, royalties, of board royalties, is where we won. Yeah, we we never had a huge wage. Okay, wage was never a huge. It was a factor in the contract, and like O's contracts, they were all time. They were like sixty pages long. Like my legit, my, my uh, bad. bad boy contract was one page. <laughs> it, was just, it, was, it was just a legend. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're on, you're on. You're you're problem, on, we're on. Here's the money. we're we'll going like, every month. But John's was, you know, it was just down to yeah. the lawyers and yeah. everything it was just. Was, I could that's why I couldn't even go snowboarding in, in Cal, um in the States in You all were those, restricted. I was restricted. Because you I, were, I couldn't in case you hurt yourself. Yeah. It's <laughs> so cool. I was all contracted, I couldn't that's do great. It. I couldn't do it. I don't know how and I spew because I remember a couple of times we wanted to fly out of Hawaii and go to this, yeah to um Canada and, and couldn't do it. Contracted. You'd be violating your contract. Violating the contract. Wow. Everything was That's hardships. great that they cared that much. Oh John was very much uh, as he was a copper, he used to yeah, be a copper exactly, before he owned the exactly, bodyboard. Yeah. But his contracts were full on, and yeah. hey, he always came to the party. Yeah, he he was the man. He always looked after me. And when Manna came in and tried to grab me, he d- pretty much doubled the deal. Went, fuck! What are you, do- what are you doing? Yeah, oh, you can have this. Yeah, much <laughs> early days were good yeah. we were, we, I know Wingy done well out of his boards and Wingy done the three yeah. different size boards yeah that was a bit revolutionary at the that time that was revolutionary we would like we're yeah. gonna do it <laughs> that's what I'm gonna do but, but yeah I admit he was that was revolutionising yeah. selling to the Grom yeah at a different size little board perfect yeah. market key bang yeah. killed it mana killed it at that time yeah. that's when I went right. Well, I need three models yeah Three sizes. Yeah. I wasn't to have three models, three sizes. But then yeah. you have three boards, three models, and three sizes. Yeah, you've got, you got something you've going got, on you've got, there. You've got something going on. Yeah. So, and that's where your royalties kicked in a lot. Japan, like I mentioned before, Europe, used to sell a shitload of boards. And so but you, this
0: was also because you were traveling to those countries yes. a lot, right? so we'd spend a lot, twice in. a
1: year in Japan, they, they were the money makers. That yeah. was where you made your coin, you, you, your royalties, uh, your shop promotions, wherever you wanted to go to get paid. The yen, the yen yeah. was really high at the time. Yeah. But used to, I used to, to, well, I used to travel the world tour. A lot of the world tours was based on leaving Japan with cash. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> you're in, you're cashed up. Yeah. And you've got your. I mean, I was fortunate enough to to win a few events, and yeah, you've got you. Know, thousands of in your yen and you travel the rest of the tour on on your cash yeah Um. Yeah. sponsors would pay your flights and all that but
0: but then this is this income so like winning a bit of that competition money you run your tour so off the back of that your contracts kick along your board sales continue to go along you, you're able to like invest in home yes you're, you're yeah, able to yeah. buy okay. a home so you're able to do um, all this right the
1: fortunate thing about being on tour one of the fortunate things is you're away from home. Yeah. You're on sponsors' money. Yeah. You're on. Uh, you, I had you know, my dad's. He's, he's a fucking legend, and, he, and he, he took care of my money. Yeah. Um, so I, whenever I went, whenever monies came in, it just went straight to to an account that he used to buy houses. Uh, I'd got ahead in early days, where I yeah. you know I bought a couple of houses in early days,
0: purely off bodyboarding. Yeah. So I don't know if that yeah,
1: happens anymore at I, all. No, I mean that No, happen. I mean look I, even I admit but you've got to remember the, the era too, the timing. Yeah. So everything's um 2000, 2001, Banks are just throwing money at you. Yeah. Literally. Like yeah. I when I bought Terrible, yeah. I was not looking at that house. Yeah. I just seen the sign and wished I could have that house. Yeah. And Dad rang me and said, So what are you gonna do? You're gonna do Terrible or North of Baker What are you talking about? He what Well yeah. the banks I'm going to give you a million bucks. <laughs> give me a million bucks. Yeah. I don't want a million bucks. And I'm like, no. He says, well, what do you mean? You no, you've got to do terrible. I said, righto. But I don't want a million fucking bucks. And we didn't. We didn't get a million bucks, of course. But it was, uh, at that time, I think we bought the house at 450000 and But it was, I still have the house. It's the best house ever. Yeah. I wish I could live there the whole time. But it got me... What happened, early days, on tour, gave all the money, didn't need the money, I was just living on tour. Yeah. Money, food, accommodation, yeah. clothes was free. Yeah. You didn't use your money. Yeah. I didn't even fucking wonder what the money was doing,
0: actually. I you just didn't even have a thought about no it? No thought of money. That's crazy. No
1: thought of... Like, one thing I did get envious of was when I used to compete in events oh, yeah. where the surfing were.
0: Oh, okay. Because you see them. Yeah, you see them. How they, <laughs> how they were living. You finally see the other side. You see the other yeah. side. and Go,
1: yeah, bastard. But yeah. I have to admit, I, we, we did stay in some uh, good resorts and good places on tour when we didn't need to. Yeah. Um, I didn't like to. I, I didn't mind splashing. Yeah. A little bit of extra coin to go in that. Yeah. That better spot, but I had it in the sense that it was paid for. I yeah. I Jono's credit card, and mate, it was great. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's such an interesting thing, because I mean, a, a lot of the stuff, because with me coming back into the sport, you know, like three, four years ago now, I made my little comeback after 10 years out, and I left it in 2005, so that was when there was that kind of, the real strong, you'd already kind of left as well before then, but then, you know, it was that kind of Hardy, Rawlins, yep. King moment, and um, and Ben Player and all that, that kind of generation really took over, but... Um, it was having it had its little moment but then when I came back I was like wow this is these guys are poor now like for me I looked at and everyone I was like wow this has changed so dramatically and it's kind of like pretty crazy like to the extent that a world tour just it doesn't make any financial sense for anyone doing it like it's a complete write-off like you got to be willing to I
1: remember lose comment, money to do I remember it. a comment Alistair Taylor made one day one, oh, yeah? one year and he it was he was in Hawaii early Hawaii days I think it was one of his first yeah and he was Said he lived off a bag of spuds. Yeah, yeah. Um, we all did it for the love. Yeah, you know, you, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. It was just a <laughs> you call it a party, but it wasn't far off yeah. being the best time of your life oh, with amazing. the best people ever. It was amazing. No one had time. No. No one was living rich. We didn't care about living. Um, heap. We would have loved, and we all. I remember doing some big deals, or well, so-called getting deals ready, looking for sponsors. Being the, the Australian representative, I'd love talking to big companies and, and trying to push what we at the time. And, yeah. and, and that whole corporate side of, tr- I was hoping to see it come. Yeah. It never came. Why do you think it never came? It was like a fad thing. It was. I, Japan was a real classic example of being a fad. Mm. Massive. Just everyone doing it. And, and then no one. And one then it. no one it. <laughs> and They liked it, and then they didn't like it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Only How because, many years only did it take for that? So to come and go though. How many not, years? They, they, they
1: were, there were several waves. Oh right. There was, it was. I remember in my career there was two waves or three in Japan. When I say that, it was peaking, crazy, and then just went dive down a little bit. And then it peaked again. Surfing peaked, and then it went crazy, and then it started dying down, and it never really come back.
0: Well, I spoke to a Japanese female bodyboarder who won the world title last year, Sari Ohara, yep. and um, she said, like, basically, bodyboarding is only a girl sport there now.
1: It was. It was. Or was it still like always, that back then? Always stronger in the female. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now I have to say, what they, they use the image, they use the the, because the money's in the apparel. Yeah. it's in the clothing line it's not in the bodyboards nah. it's not in the contests Contest was just a part of the image Yeah, image is a great thing in Japan I mean yeah. you could have a fucking silver bloody toe ball on the back and you never have a boat but you're driving from <laughs> Tokyo <laughs> because you got this silver <laughs> toe ball that's part of the image yeah, yeah. you get a snowboard on the roof but you're never stable oh, yeah. you image. look like you do and they come and go yeah and it came hard and it went away hard and it came back and then it's just slowly it was always yeah it, it, it was never huge right we were lucky in the early days that it was definitely because it was numbers it was high numbers that, that did it um yeah and it's many other countries it's happened in australia it's the same yeah. thing like look at skateboarding same thing yeah uh, surfing's going they're not, they're not doing too well, well right now nah, they're from not what i can well. you know, gather but yeah, it's that. Way the bodyboarding's
0: of... always had this problem, right? Where it hasn't really gotten <coughs> yep. to the to that point of really managing to crack that big time. As your clock, you're doing right. Yep. Um, We've only gotten... No, we haven't even scratched a surf so, oh, no, I, I, I this, know. That's fine. Yeah. So, but why do you think it's? Cha- what, what do you think the ultimate? What's your take as someone that experienced that ultimate high and seen as some some of these? Um, you know, that fad, the the, the boom and the bust. Why do you think it never caught on? What was the problem?
1: Oh, There's it's very lots of variables. Being, a, being, and I hate to say it, surfing is surfing. Yep. And it's always that one below because surfing grabs the attention of the world and they have and they, they, they rule the markets. Mm. I'm not saying that's the problem. It's an individual sport, and it's in its own right, Mm. and we all know that. Mm. Numbers could be the problem, but I do think for so many years it's just—it's not being allowed to be what it wants to be because of the the, the big, big players, the system, the system.
0: Uh huh. So you're talking about your big major brands, you're talking about keeping some. Your bill of repairs, well look I okay Odeals.
1: I hope to see it these days is a big difference with social media and the way platforms are presented to everyone and now yeah. everyone's and all the information that can, people can get it, get, yeah. get um,
0: when they want it yeah
1: and only look at what they want. Yeah. Different different. Going back to my time and my that all those years we were on tour and we're trying to structure the tour, trying to work out, you know, the biggest biggest fuck was sponsors always wanted to, you know, the event to be at Manly or, or a big In place, a probably, location, yeah. and that will come down to um, TV, because TV was, you couldn't have live TV, you, yeah. all that, all those variables. But with your big multinational surfing organizations, I don't believe uh, we had the power mm. just, to, just to be an, and, and, you know, by herself to be identified as the big sport. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of sports that don't go anywhere. There's a lot of, like, gold medal sports in the Olympics that... Nobody talks money. about ever. Well, they're not... Yeah. And they don't make any money. No, They exactly. get a gold medal. Exactly, and, yeah. and then all of a sudden the names can be the biggest ever. But yeah. It's a, it's a market thing. It's a market thing. But what about the people...
0: Show? Like, I've, I've thought about this often, and I've probably been critical in, in my own know. backyard here, but, like... Because my father ran the tour for a little while, <laughs> um, but has it ever been about the people? Do you feel like the right people were always there in the administrative side, like, oh, or do you feel f- like we we just got who we could get at the time? Yeah, definitely, there, there, there
1: was, but there was a lot of um, volunteered love, yeah, because of the people, either be it the dads or, yeah. or people in relationship. and they knew they loved it and wanted it to do, and then all yeah. of a sudden it got big, and then they were in charge, yeah. Maybe were they wrong people? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe the right people. Uh, yeah. Yes and no. Yeah. Bit of both. Yeah. Um, all the it's way... different. If
0: you're surfing and you go, okay, the WSL wants a CEO and they're going to pay them. Oh, the look, CEO I imagine away. there's
1: a bunch of wankers that have been, you know, in charge of the of the, of the world yeah. surfing as always so, so yeah. changing it back in the day. Yeah. Back in the day, and they've they've gone through different people. Yeah. Then we're same same thing. So yep. every sport does. Yeah. Um, but but we all know it's not going anywhere. No, nah. and we'll have our our spot again, but it will always have these. I and I like it relating it to the earlier sports of and big mainstream sports like skating, snowboarding, skiing. They're all there individually their own right, their own mm. sport. Some are bigger than others. Yeah, I mean, looking at the money, that may the money that makes uh, in in tennis and golf. And they're just mainstream sports there's yeah. so many more people yeah. the average person that loves looking at it yeah um we are at a different level and man i wished all those years i wished i hoped that we were going to end up in there mm. in the category of all doing really well and have yeah. multi-million dollar sponsorship But, and can i see it ever happening in the future no it hasn't happened no it hasn't but i do believe it changed a lot i do believe the, the whole leveraging yeah. social media and platforms like that has allowed bodybuilders to to create something on their own and, and profit from it. Yeah. And that's brilliant. I, I missed that whole mm. era. That was not my era. No. Nah. I mean you go online and look for Grand Holland, there's not much
0: There isn't, it's kinda of frustrating. But we're <laughs> gonna try and fix that at the beginning with this podcast. Um, <laughs> the... But one thing I want to go, I want to go a little bit darker, yep. and then I want to finish on a lighter note. So <laughs> a, the darker bit is the kind of the, the the journey out, and and how, when did that you know your kind of departure from bodyboarding happen? Because I know that there was a few things I know from the history books because I was kind of there in the background that there was a very close world title that you missed by a very very disturbingly close margin. Then there was this shift towards the super tour thing that happened. And it felt like that was a transition moment for you a little bit because a lot changed the whole. It was like a reorganisation of the sport itself. So I don't know how you felt about that at the time and whether that was a thing where you said, oh, this isn't me anymore and I don't like where this is going. Or was it just a, or was there some other thing? Did a sponsor drop off and you're like, you know what, I can't do this anymore. Mm. So what, what was the kind of journey out? If you want to go there. None goes. of you above. Okay, <laughs> really? <So> what what <laughs> do you oh, got? What do you got? What was the pathway oh, hey, out? Hey,
1: the pathway out. There was, there was some dark. Like, okay, it started at Westside. Yeah. When pipe was called uh, that it was going to Westside. Yeah. I think instantly I knew it was, I don't know, something I did not want to go to, to Westside. West side. No. Nah i didn't want to have my pipe you know, I, I was there I, was, I had it in my hands yeah it was right there
0: to um, clarify for people was this the year the blue crush was given the feel they could film at pipe and that's why the event ended up going to the west side did it go to the west side just because it went there no, it, went west side. it ran out of no, waiting to, period it was or? too big
1: at it was it was just a, it got too big it was too big okay it, just it was just a big. mess yeah it was just one of those just giant swells yeah. um they had no choice the last two sure days, and they called it and went right on the west side, first time in history. Wow. And it was shit. Which, which break was I that? I don't know. Some shit left. Yeah. Now nah, it wasn't. So, but the thing was about that glance, um, it wasn't just, the. I knew when, when I had to go, I had to just get to the quarters. Yeah. It was, that's all I had to do. Yeah. And Galamy had to go to, had to get knocked out in the course. Yeah. And he got, he had the heat before me, I think, or one or two before me. Yeah. He got knocked out. Yeah. I'm like, fuck. It's, it's, it's mine now. It's mine. Yeah. And but I had to get through yeah, that. You got to get that heat, yeah. And I didn't get through. I've, I've tried. I don't do ARSs very much. Never did. <laughs> And when you started to try the <laughs> <that> day. Oh, <laughs> oh, I tried a fucking ARS on this city too st- I haven't even bothered
0: going back there myself. It's,
1: too, it's not that a little thing. little shit thing and I just... Like, boom. Oh, no. And that right there in my do. that was it. I just lost it. I just lost it tour. Shit. But I didn't... Uh, I still had a bit of a heat. i come in and I know when... Because uh, Layla used to film. Yeah. And, uh, you kind of know when... Yeah, yeah. You get through. the vibe. You yeah, <laughs> get yeah, the yeah. vibe. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was. It was. A, I was like, okay, yeah, it wasn't very good. Yeah. So, well, and, but it wasn't that. i still only had to go through, and the only other person that could take it was, was Paulo. Was paul <laughs> But he had to win the fucking event.
0: Yeah. I made it. So it was still yours until Paulo won it. I, I didn't still know that. made
1: the heat. I couldn't. Didn't believe I didn't make the heat. I shouldn't have made the heat, but oh, I made the oh, heat.
0: Okay, so, he still so made I still the heat. had it. Yeah, right. And then I
1: knew, but I knew Polo was my like. Not, I, he might have never know that, but he was my man, little man. I used to love him. He yeah. was from Brazil. He was the one guy that we used to surf heaps with. Him. Yeah, right. He was just. He was a guy that I used to knew he was going to be fucking sick. Yeah. But he was. He was just that just little, little kid, Brazilian. Not even
0: be, someone to worry about.
1: No. But when I realised that the we cat went, I mean, friend has to win now. He's not going to win the fucking event. But we were on the west side, weren't we? Yeah, no. no. Nothing against Paul. But he was good in that condition. He could gobble it up, he yeah. He And I went, fuck. And yeah. we waited and we watched. And I just watched. And, uh, it's blasts. happening. It's happening. <laughs> Shit. Because
0: Leicester came second, <laughs> I think. It happened. And you would have right. thought that Leicester might have been able So to I'll tell you it. a story of happened
1: that day. I, I, um, I don't know. I if I this. Um, yeah, so. Uh, it was, when it happened... I knew he'd won. I didn't need these scores. I got out of the car and I started walking up this road. I'd never been to the west side of, <laughs> in that area. I just, nah. You know, the rocks It's not are, a
0: place you want to be walking on your own in some but You know, know the rocks are really fucking sharp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I walked off in a very really bad way yeah, yeah, yeah. with no thoughts. Yeah. And I walked about a K and a half down the road. And it was just it was heat, it was hot, and I was crying. I was, I was over it. Yeah. Sat down and it, I'm bleeding yeah. from from the feet and yeah like, what the fuck's going on here and yeah. I've been trumping on all these run- I didn't even know no
0: you're just marching through it yeah
1: yeah come back it wasn't the day that's when everything right changed okay Yeah. that was the big I didn't think I I knew who was coming up
0: yeah
1: I knew how good that crew would come and I thought to myself, "Well, it's going to be a fucking a lot harder next year." Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew how close I'd been. I think three yeah. seconds, and yeah, uh, we. I mean, I never mind. I did not mind, but to come second to Glammy those other years, yeah, it's fine. It's fucking fine. It yeah, champion. And uh, that <clears throat> third one, when, when yeah, that hurt, yeah, only because I didn't believe it was his time. I believe it was my time, and it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so anyway. Shit, I bought on the bridge. But yeah, then, then I know you—you you know, we were, Layla and I were together for a long time. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, everything went south. Yeah. I'd, I, I spoke. Maybe it was a bit of me. I, I went home. I was just over everything. Yeah. Um, then the boat come up.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And this is still when I'm Layla, I'm still with Layla, and, and uh, everything was seemed to be okay. We were shooting a few videos, and the boat was a bit of a surprise. Um, but we knew what we wanted. Yeah. Stu's and I, again, Ian and I, we went, No, let's do this. This one. is the Tahiti we, boat, yeah. so we knew we were in Tahiti early. Yeah, we believed tropes and Tahiti was the next golden nugget. Yeah, and we knew we wanted my retirement. From a tour, was dreaming. Yeah, I would live in Tahiti on my yeah, boat. And, on your
0: boat and sail your day. And you know what?
1: And I did it. I can say that. You I did fucking, actually. For a while, I, yeah. I did my dream. I, 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 I went to do my dream. I, I tried to do that. Yeah. And and when they say there was an interview done, um, I think they called it. Uh, it was on Riptide. Yeah. But, uh, when they said flip the switch. Yeah. And it was a perfect um expression because I did. I when I bought, when we bought the boat, so that was the exact same time when when. I had my differences with Layla. <laughs> yeah. I chose, so to, I went back to Hawaii that year by myself. First trip in Hawaii by myself in, um, in eight, eight years, seven years. Yeah. I just wasn't meant to be. I just got there. I was first two weeks. I just hated it. I went, right, got to sell a ticket. I'm back home, out of here. Yeah. Let's choose, let's buy this fucking boat. And we looked, looked, and we bought the boat, and yeah, the rest is history. Based on the, you know what happened with my ex, um, and buying the boat was what, buying the boat. Everything stopped.
0: Right.
1: Everything else. Because your whole life you had, had to focus on I remember Bailey ringing me up going, "Where are you? Where are you?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, in that time, Bad Boy collapsed. Bad yeah. Boy rang me and said, "You know, Ben, yeah, whatever. Sorry, mate. So it's all over. Yeah. We've just been raped. Fucking." Cool, whatever, don't worry, i bought a boat. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, i bought a boat. Everything's okay. <laughs> and so, yeah, everything stops. In yeah. body, for me, right there, when we bought the boat, my dream was alive. Yeah. I was so pumped. We spent an hour, uh, an hour, <laughs> a year and a half, prepping the boat, and off I went. Yeah. And you know what? The four years of doing the boat in Tahiti was the best four years. Yeah, hands down. I lost everything. Right. Over. Everything. Everything. Shit. Everything I own, I lost. For the dream I'd had, and it was great. It was right. first four years. Would I do it again? Yeah, for one. A lot of money. <laughs> first thing I'd do again: buy another boat, and go to Tahiti. Yeah. I did a lot of money. Yeah. We lost a lot of money, and it lost a lot of. Fuck. Um, it was good times, man. It did. It was a hurt. It hurt. It was a, just a massive hill. I just yeah. took everything away from where I used to be, and then the boat, and then everything went with it. Got home and become a rigger. Yeah, because I was lost. I, I, I was lost. Yeah. I, I come home from that. I was um, in a real bad spot financially, mentally, I yeah. um, wasn't, even though I was, had my love in my life, my wife still now, you know, yeah. we were, we were two beautiful kids to her, but she, and she was, I mean, she was my rock at the time, because yeah. when everything went south of the boat, she, she was actually, I bought the boat yeah. when I met Amanda, yeah. and I always said, but there's another really fat lady in my life, It's <laughs> a 70 foot fucking Randall, and it's, yeah. going, it's going to the she came care. along with me and, and, and supported me the whole way, and man... I was not there to be, you know, with her. I was. I had this vision. Yeah. Money's, yeah, changed. Tahiti's a very expensive place. The co- the company, you know, withdrew um, what we were doing, and yeah. we all decided to wrap it up, and everyone lost a lot of money. Who enjoyed it? Yeah, I fucking enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah. No one else did. Nah. Nah. No Everyone one else, else came. Learned. I think Stu's came once or twice, and you know, no one else really came over. And so you were there
0: the, like for the four years. you were pretty much there the whole time. The whole time. That's yeah, amazing. I, oh, yeah, that's, that's a dream.
1: Cool. Yeah. I mean, I used to jump off the boat and surf waves all by myself. It was yeah. epic. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was a dream, and I made it happen, and it did happen, and, and then it failed. Yeah. But it failed because of other reasons in life, I suppose. You know, things happened. Like I fell in love. Yeah. I didn't have any money coming in. The others were doing their things. Yeah. You, it's hard to support yourself living yeah. by yourself on a boat until yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you fall in love and yeah, certain things have stopped it yeah come back mate again you're going to a new we we're talking about this with, your, with yeah. your dad there before but you go into a, a, a position where you like, what the fuck are we doing now? yeah i mean how many years has it been no one's calling me for sponsorships yeah i've done i've just done four years away from him what i used to love and to the truth there was Definitely a few years before we did the boat, that nothing really was happening with bodybuilding. Nah. And yeah, so time changed, and I didn't. I'm not the person to. I remember, I mean, I, I'll be honest, years ago, I got told in the, one of the first Riptide um, maga- uh, interviews that I was stuck up, and a uh, person that thought he was pretty good. That might have been a, a bit of a competitive streak in me. Yeah. But, but I can tell you now, I never crawled up, suck up, suck dick, no, no, you know, no, I don't try, think you did. try and get where I, I hate that, Yeah. And maybe that's what yeah, I did. needed to do yeah. a lot more because no one really was calling you, so maybe yeah, I should have yeah. call, yeah. called them. You did it on your own terms. I did it on my own terms and I, and I, that was what I always did. So when I came home back from the boat, we sold the boat for a very deflated price, <laughs> i sure. Yeah. That was when the GFC hit, I know, everything yeah. was going to shit. Yeah. Uh, and, I have to thank my old, um, very, some of my first Central Coastmates, yeah. uh, they were the ones who picked me up. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, was, I, was, I was on a five-month beach. Yeah, and I was going, yeah. right, you're going to go get some tickets, yeah. and you're going to work something. And yeah. they loved it, because yeah, they, they had all laugh, those be, years that I used to fucking come home and boast, you know, yeah. and I used to hate it, and now yeah. they were having the
0: last laugh, Yeah. And yeah. So,
1: and, but you know what? But in a
0: good way they're helping you oh, through thought, it yeah, whilst having a good, good time.
1: Good way. And then I become a rigger for yeah. nine years. It was and that's a story in itself. I could sit here and talk about yeah. just the stories of the guys I've met in the time rigging. Yeah. And I'm you
0: know, they don't know who you are, but then But uh, some, it's some do know week, who yeah, you are. two know weeks that. later they go Exactly, yeah. They so go, who, yeah. I mean But how did that feel at the time? Did it feel good or did you feel like this weird because to me, when I left bodyboarding, it was weird for me because people would remember me, and I wasn't Ben Holland. So, but they'd say, "Oh, Josh Kirkman, how's the bodyboard tour?" I'm like, "I haven't done it in five <laughs> years." And then I feel like that's how they know me. Is that the only? Is that the only thing I am? Yes. Yeah. You know. So yeah. did that happen for you a little bit, or were yeah, you pretty cool with it? You're like, "Fuck it, I'm a rigger. I don't give a shit."
1: No, no, it yeah. did happen a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, it helped me. It helped a lot. It helped. It, it did. Okay. It helped. Oh, I mean, look, I'm not, I was definitely green at a lot of early days. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying I'm the best rigger in the world, <laughs> but I did alright. Yeah. Um, it, it's common sense and, and, and I liked it. Yeah, okay. I, I, the boating and getting on the boat and I've always been something mm-hmm. one that does lots of my hands and yeah. stuff and likes to tinker with stuff and yeah. fix stuff so yeah. I've always been in yeah so the boat was just the perfect thing for yeah, me sure. I loved it, the there's boat. a lot of work on a boat I
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah I didn't care if I was in the engine for all yeah. hours yeah. whatever but then rigging's just the same was you've you yeah. got to work your how you're going to you know, get we did some pre. I jumped in yeah. to the deep end. Yeah. I literally jumped into some of the biggest oil and gas projects yeah. with Ringing early days and learnt off some yeah. some of the best. And we're best mates now. And, and yeah. yeah, some of the guys. Are, it was classic scenarios where you've got guys because they're your age. Yeah, and, they're all, all and yeah. they are all bodybuilders. and they know. But then until one day you sign a piece of paper get. Fuck off! <laughs> I thought it was you. And they're awesome until you become closer. Yeah. And they're like, how the fuck did you get in here? <laughs> no, but that was early. But day. it's worked out no, well. Early days rigging. They were good, good times to yeah. to uh, meet. And this That's is good. going back to this whole um, vintage collection. Yeah, like, exactly. Life. That's what it leads to, right? And that has, I could say, definitely in the last two years. Uh, three, three years working with different groups and different older people. How they've all come to have I been. Mean, why are you doing this? Yeah. Why are you doing this? Or have you seen how much you know this board's got? Or you know, I got a mate who's selling vintage bodyboards,
0: and this is, is
1: not the rigging community. This no, is not no. bodyboarding. I know, I know. I know. No. wow, this thing's kind of taken off. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so when you yeah. said a bit of that, you know, is there interest? Yeah, is there a possibility of Ben board coming out? There is. Uh, I just haven't... I really had uh, the time. When I say I haven't had the time, I can't say that <laughs> no, yeah. the last 18 not weeks.
0: A, not at the moment. <laughs> I think everybody's got heaps of time.
1: last 18 weeks have been a classic yeah. for me from leaving a job when COVID kicked in and, and coming back to doing what I'm doing now. Yeah. But yeah, it's got me thinking more and more. I mean, I wish I had um, a spare... 50 grand yeah. just throw it you know, the um the bodyboard and just do it myself and I want to bring it out it's going to happen I'll yeah. say that now you've just heard yeah. it it's it's going to happen but when I pull my finger out
0: and it'll be the wizard design yeah, it's so I feel like that's that yeah, has to be part I'm
1: not going to let I want to bring out something um, limited yep it's funny, a guy that I was telling you about, they, they came down to get some um, signatures the other week. Uh, I said, oh, I've got these old shirts, old wheel shirts, um, yeah. in the back closet. I have these boxes I've been keeping for years. Yeah, right. I'm sorry. That's
0: Sick. That's... That must be pretty old. That yeah, like so anyway, years old. So, anyway,
1: I pulled them out to go get, and it's ripped in half. <laughs> <laughs> I said, sorry, man, they're all right. They're all but it's those little things that uh, the, the the little nudges that you get off yeah. people, and being—I'm surprised. I'm blown away at uh, the elderly uh, community of of bodyboarders that have contacted me and gone, "Man, like, and just seeing what's happening with the old watch, Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. I yeah. mean, you, you, you kind of forget—that's the thing. You, as a as a rider or as a, as a sportsman, you have your era. Yeah, yeah. You have your time. Um, but you kind of forget that people actually still look up—not you. Not look up to you—but they still remember you. And then if you've yeah. got a, something to remind them of that time, yeah. you can, you can uh, have a product they want to buy. But I think I think it's similar to when you when you hang out with your siblings, like
0: you become a kid again. You retake on your roles, and I think with bodyboarding and with like when you meet your heroes or someone you used to actually like, have pictures of them on your school books or you had them on your bloody hall, and then you actually meet them in the real world and you get to connect with them, you kind of regress back to that state of being yeah, 15 not. again and going like, holy shit, I'm talking to Ben Holland, like, wow, yeah, you know, like no, it's Yeah, definitely, cool.
1: definitely, and, and you yeah, know, with that, uh, having my kids, I mean, Taj and Leah, yeah. There's days where uh, I've, I remember covering Taj's books yeah, and he asked me to put some of the, my old posts on, uh, and put putting me on your yeah. books and take me to, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, and he's Yeah, even though he's not, like, a, he's not a full and yeah, he doesn't love it. He's, you know, he he's likes his likes and he loves the beach yeah. we're always down there in the summer but he's never really taken, taken it up as much as I would love him to yeah. that's that's his, his yeah. choice but yeah you, you get those times where you're with the kids and, and Taj has said things to his yeah. teachers and, yeah. Oh, yeah they've seen me and I said that oh that's my dad yeah and yeah. so those little things yeah, yeah and, oh yeah I suppose I was doing oh, <laughs> alright <laughs> but they get, he gets stoked because he does sit me talk to me and the one thing that I suppose breaks you sometimes is when they say, Oh Dad, but why don't you why don't you keep doing it? Why why don't you do it? And it's like I suppose why, a lot of people ask, why do you and, and it's it out of money, a lot of it was money, yeah. paying the bill. Yeah. And at the time when I said like I, we bought the boat, we lost the boat, we lost everything, I had to go get a job, yeah. I had to pay the bills. And then that led you down that road. Yeah. Unfortunately Sorry, that yeah. you kind of get led because of money. Yeah. Because you have got to pay the bill, yeah. and it sucks. Because it, as much as I enjoyed my rigging after my career, yeah. Mate, don't tell me nothing. I, I would have have loved to have been on tour <laughs> this whole course, time, getting paid by yeah. sponsors and, and staying there. Fuck! I mean, even just to be in the sport, I would have. Yeah. But nothing was paying. Yeah. wouldn't wasn't paying the bills. Nah. And so he lead, leads everyone to new. Okay, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What can I do? Yeah. And everyone has their own path, yeah. and it, it breaks you when you are kidding. Says that to you when they know you were yeah, up there, up there, and you on were the one of the best, and it, it breaks, yeah, it's, it's hard. I like we talk about the bodyboard and why it didn't do. I, yeah. I wish it did do yeah, crazy yeah. things, and everyone was getting sponsored, you know. Yeah. And we all did very well out of it, but mm-hmm. only a few of us did. Mm.
0: But today, you're in a good place, like let's get on the high point that was going to a high point as well, but like you know, today, you're your father. Yeah, you know, you're know, you in a bit of a transition at the moment though, You're in in terms of work life, you're flogging off some kind of oil? <laughs> or is that
1: artificial? I can edit that bit out? No, no, look, look. <laughs> well, what happened, so we all know about CBD oil. Yeah. We all, I mean if you had to be a under a rock if you didn't. Yeah. Been watching it for a long time, been around it for a long time. <laughs> um, in different forms. In different forms. <laughs> It's funny, it never in my right mind that I thought I was doing what I'm doing because of Chris one right now. Because Chris has been an old time. You've been yeah, in, yeah, you know, yeah, he's been there since the beginning. Yeah, Rio Pape days. Yeah, last um, person I'd ever thought I'd be working for. Yeah, he's been pushing the CBD oil from Hawaii, a product that
0: uh, you know.
1: When Chris, listened, when Chris when Chris when Chris talks, he doesn't talk bullshit. He's, he's never been that person, you know. And it's always been for the good of someone. he loves helping. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. And he pushed this on me for the last five years, and I just kept saying, no, "I can't do it. And like, yeah. I can't. It's too, it's too great. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you can't do it." But slowly but surely, rules, laws changed enough. To, to go agree with where we? um, Global CBD, which is the company in Hawaii, yeah. sponsored me. First sponsor in long, long time. Okay, so it's a sponsorship. Um, <laughs> and that's how it happened. Yeah, uh, cool. Chris said, well, I'm just, you're just gonna have to try it. yeah, And we're gonna back you. Yeah, cool. Um, the rest is history, it's, it's a bit of, we, the, you can't say too much because in Australia, unfortunately, we can't do too much. Nah. In other countries, but it's changing. Uh, I think it's other, going to change within the other year, other right? Countries it's doing it and it's having so much, so much great Oh, I yeah. mean the relief people are getting, the yeah, the, the, the things, the, the benefits out of it is insane. Yeah, yeah. I bring, well, yeah. I'll take
0: it whenever I get my hands on it. Like you yeah, know, if I get if I get my, I think when I was in, in Europe, up. I could buy it over the counter, and I would just well, bought enough to bring it home. And then I was, you know, getting into it.
1: So many people, until you've been the market, like, yeah. I've been blown away. Yeah, uh, and I'm talking big names. Everyone yeah. has Yeah, and
0: blow me away. Yeah,
1: and not only that is the products blow me away. I never yeah. knew it was that good. Yeah, um, never in my mind. I've seen so much in the last three months yeah. of being in an issue that I only wanted to be. Going down that road. So uh, that's uh, kind and of the and path, I'm talking about. I'm talking about Chris's uh, yeah. influence and the stories, so many of unbelievable stories. Yeah. And with Chris is, he feeds on this. Yeah. He loves helping and he gets lots out of it. But yeah. he's got a lifestyle yeah. Like yeah. that he's just going, oh, man. This is like, it's hugely. Am States, I helping it? people? Not only people yeah. are just, you know, bowing and things their yeah. because they want the oil. Right? Yeah. Um, I'm getting yeah. to live a lifestyle that I dreamed of. and yeah. it is travel, fish, serve, yeah. and yeah. be at home and pay the bills. Yeah. Not rich, but no. like making millions and millions of, millions yeah, yeah, of dollars. Yeah, yeah. I win. Mean, maybe in one maybe, day. Maybe in a couple of day. days. But no, that's that's, and I thrive oh, for that. I have always had trouble with the nine to five. Yeah. I've never done nine to five, but I'm talking. I've done more than more than nine than to five six. Once to, the, yeah, exactly. Was yeah. all my mind um, work um, working away from home, being away for three, four weeks at a time, yeah. locked in a donga social. It just fucked. Yeah, it's, it's really just, bad it's for Really, mind, mental health. It's not good. Yeah. Um, we had great crews in, in the places we went. I'm a surfer I need the ocean I need to be close to it and I also know what I had before and that's the hardest part is to for someone that knew what you can have and the life life that you can live Mm. to working for a fucking idiot Mm. and we're lucky we're getting paid good money that's the only I do that's where my struggle was (laughs) what am I going to do that's going to pay me lots I don't have to work too hard but I still like.
0: Yeah. We're home. Yeah. Very fucking nice.
1: Crack that code, you're kind of winning. I, I cra- and, 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 and somehow I kind of went, hey, this is pretty good. We're getting yeah. paid top dollar. Um, the only hard parts was being away from home. Yeah. All the time. So again, we ended up in a new, I knew I ended up in this new kind of, um, uh, uh, section in my life where money, we talked about money before, where yeah. before it didn't care, now yeah. I did. But we were getting, i was earning really good yeah. money, yeah. and I got used to the good money. Yeah. So the lifestyle come back. Yeah. I was working away, but I had good money. Yeah. Construction comes and goes. Yeah. And you, you sacrifice too much. I lose. I missed out on most of my little girl's upbringing. Yeah. Because I was away so much.
0: Yeah. Is it worth it? No fucking.
1: Money. The last 18 weeks I've spent with my kids, I've been home, yeah, call me a bludgeon. I don't care. No, you're having a rest. I've been having a rest, but it's been awesome. I've been home with the kids every day. It's been fucking great. To to nail what you love and learn, what you're doing, I believe, like Chris keeps saying, you've got to grab something you like to do. And it gives you a lifestyle and enough money to pay the bills. So yeah, if you can make that happen, yeah. and if well, if you're fortunate enough to, the, the money comes in more. And even Good better. for you. Yeah. I want that. I don't want to work away anymore. I don't want right. to work uh, hard, um, mm-hmm. labour for shit money. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that's that's the way it's going. Yeah. There's a lot of jobs out there. To give them- I um, yes. I don't have heaps of, uh, you know, I didn't go to uni or, yeah. or you know, I didn't have heaps of degrees to do it, because a lot of athletes fall on their ass, you know, they, they do and spend so much time giving giving to their sport, mm. next minute, and it's next minute, it's literally don't. like, oh, thanks, for thanks, thanks. Yeah, thanks. See ya. and you're, you're, you're it's wondering, okay, what am I going to do next? Mm. I've been fortunate enough to, to, yeah, do a few things I loved. Now I'm at this position where, okay, what's what's next? Mm. Um, the oil, I'm hoping, um, it's, it becomes legal in Australia. It becomes to a point where we can uh, take advantage of, if we are going down the legal road, the, 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 that side of things, everyone has to, in Australia, may by yeah. I suppose. And, it's definitely changing. Like, look at what's happening with CBD or just in the last yeah, yeah, two, yeah. three, four years. It's normalised pretty it's much. much culture. yeah. And so the laws are going to slowly, yeah, they're gonna come. Um, Move with that. And if we can do that and bodyboard, that, life's good again. I and mean, that's how I want. Yeah. Um, I missed a lot of waves and time doing what I had to do. And that was going out and working rigging. I'm not saying this is not work, but I do. I am. I am a little bit of a lot about lifestyle. I yeah. want to surf. I want to be around the places I've. Got, you know, yeah. be close to work. Yeah. Um, if my dream would be to be, uh, um, you know, have something at home. Yeah. Working from home. Yeah being able to, to yeah, yeah. take the family away a few times a year and go on the surf trips. Because yeah. when you're working, you know, car, yeah. you, you miss a lot because of the time Yeah. It's of hard, it's, it's definitely not the lifestyle that we used to live Nah. but I'm very fortunate to have that, what we had what I had um, back in the day because we had a a board.
0: it was a great time well I think I think heaps of people listening to this I think it's a perfect note to wrap it up on is I think a lot of people listening to this will be like yeah everybody had a great time seeing you do all these things as well you know like it was part of their journey in bodyboarding and Part of their um, joy of it all, as um, you know, young fellas growing up and watching Ben Holland do his thing. So, thanks for thanks for having a couple of drinks. Good to see yeah. you. Yeah, you too. <laughs> it's been too long, and um, I really appreciate it, and I think everyone listening to
1: this really appreciates it too. So, I uh, look, it's the, I think the second podcast I've done because I've never never really got into them.
0: They're a good thing because they open yeah.
1: up. They do make, open up the person uh, to saying what you want yeah that was one thing I hated back in the day is you, you did an interview but then you read the interview and it was totally different I oh know yeah, nothing changes here I kind of like it this and is you this is what we are now yep this is where we are now unfiltered unfiltered uncut. social media and the whole platform I love it actually yeah. as much as I go home my wife say, you said what <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think you've been very tame I think it's been really good yeah. Yeah, nah, oh. Good to see it, mate. Yes, it's, it's been good, and um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. And stay tuned for a Ben Holland board. We'll see. Thanks, we'll mate. see. Thanks, mate. <laughs>